Sometimes things just don't work out. Plans go astray. Minds wander. Maybe it's just a matter of taking things into your own hands. All right, so today we are joined by Peter and Joe, two members of the Fools Who Follow podcast. You guys want to tell us a little bit about yourselves and your podcast? Sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm Joe Redman. I'm the GM and host of the Fools Who Follow. And the podcast that we're going to be starting very, very soon in sort of real time, I guess this is going to be airing right around the same time yep. as our first episode. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a just Motley Crew of Misfits type of story. A uh, bunch of characters from completely different corners of the galaxy happen onto uh, utter misfortune and complete disaster and, you know, ride a wave on their way out of it. Great. So cool. Uh, I'm really excited for that. It'll be a blast. Anything about you guys? Yeah. Uh, uh, my name is Peter Rusk, and I will be one of the players. I'm playing a character who is a deep cover spy for the Rebellion in the Empire, a pilot and like a squadron leader who basically gets forgotten about by the Rebellion <laughs> in all the build-up to... Death Star 2 fight mm -hmm. and basically shows up to that fight having completed his secret mission and everyone's just kind of forgotten about it and he's not super jazzed about that um, <laughs> basically his world is going to be unspooling that and seeing where he goes after his whole identity as a spy and as a fake friend. Oh, he's been in cover for like 10 years and kind of seeing where he goes after all of his identities crumbled around him. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, see where, he, see where he ends up. I'm very excited about the prospect of playing basically an Imperial in Edge of the Empire. Yeah. Definitely a twist. This all sounds very cool. I'm looking forward to hearing it. So it's uh, it was was it no mistake that uh, you picked the person who could fly a ship in today's game? Yes, indeed. I, I looked over okay. the the different uh, characters available, and I saw Stasis could fly, and Stasis could mm -hmm. talk to a degree. Um, yeah, and I feel. Like all my other characters have been kind of tanky healers in the system, so kind of taking the opposite tack there. Yeah, and like literally, I don't know how to fly a ship in the system, so it'll be really <laughs> fun to experience that. Right, I was going to ask because it's the thing that I find most difficult about this system, and I'm not very good at mm -hmm. it. So we usually solve things narratively yeah. when we fly ships. Um, with just a few rolls of varying difficulty every once in Love a while. Yeah. Now you can speed up and slow down. <laughs> yeah. I know how the guns There's work. There's numbers that, uh, and, and there there are a couple set things that you mm -hmm. can do. But um, yeah, descriptions, I think, work a little bit better. That's yeah. kind of my jam, too. 
say what you want to do, and we'll figure out how it fits into the system. So do you want to tell us a little bit about Stasis? For sure. Uh, Stasis, he is uh, an Umbaran man. He didn't seek out a life of crime. He just, when the huts are hiring and you've been laid off from the flimsy factory, you you just got to take what you can. Um, and he's, over the years, developed the skills he needs for the job. I mean, he's kind of hopped around. He's got a family. He's got a teenage daughter who he tries to stay connected with, but it's so hard these days. Like, media moves so fast, and all the new hollows are hollow so is. different. Yeah. And they're not like hollows when I was a kid. Um, Except for heights and depths, that one's been around. So many games they can get on their comms to now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's just trying to get by. Um, this isn't really what he wanted to do, but it's where he <laughs> ended up, and he's making the best of it. Great. Yeah. How about you, Joe? Yeah, so I'll be playing a Trandoshan named Trask today. Um I love Trandoshans. They're super fun. Um, I don't know. I really also like big, tanky, sort of brawly characters because I think a lot of times in Star Wars, those guys get sort of, uh, you know, pushed to the edge of the screen, as it were. There's uh -huh. a lot of very notable uh, blaster battles, but, yeah. you know, and nobody really people, appreciates yeah. Chewie smashing two stormtroopers' heads together. So, um, yeah. Yeah, Trask is, uh, he's definitely a burly, brawny, muscly guy, but uh, that's not where he wants, it's not the kind of skills and talent he wants to be using. He actually came to Coruscant hoping to make it on, um, uh, on you know, in hollows of his own. He wanted to be famous. He, he was an actor in local community theaters on his homeworld, and, uh, you know, directors told him like hey you you've got what it takes to make it you should uh you should try to take that talent to somewhere larger and, and bigger and brighter and so he searched out opportunities and and moved out to the the core of the galaxy and those opportunities really haven't showed up mm -hmm. so now he's using the brawn and um you know brute force that he was given to you know sort of make ends meet while uh he waits for his acting career to pan out well he's in a good place for it the uh the the guy he works for Pana the hut owns this big casino and bigwigs come and go all the time oh totally so it's only a matter of time before trask gets discovered i think he he definitely leaves like resumes and headshots on people's tables with receipts like if he, if he ever has to get called in to you know, the cover for a waiter at the restaurants for Pana. Happens. Um, yeah. He definitely like puts his agent's contact number on the bottom of the receipt with the thank you and the smiley face. Can you tell me about his agent real quick, just in case? Oh yeah. It's actually his, uh, his uncle from, uh, you know, Trandosha. Um, so it's, it's a little bit of a far out, uh, connection. Yeah. He doesn't really know many people in the core. Mm -hmm. Um, it's so always it's just been really bad, like uh, uh, sort of ad spots for crappy products that he's been getting yeah. uh, jobs for, you know. 
anytime somebody calls his uncle, it's it's midnight on Trandosha. Oh yeah, absolutely. Any, every every single time. And it always goes to voicemail, and he can't really yeah. figure. Again, technology's advanced since he was in, yeah. in uh, the 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 mainstream uh, sort of performing arts, and so he can't ever figure out how to access his voicemail, and so all that sort of stuff. Miss a lot of opportunities that way. Yeah, this is all great. <laughs> I love what's happening here. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> you guys want to roll your uh, forced die to see our sure destiny do. pool? Absolutely. I came up one dark. I got one dark here and one light for me. Okay, so we've got two darks and a light. Nice. That bodes well, right? Nothing bad's sure. going to happen. Nothing bad's going to happen. All right, so... Uh, so you guys work for Pana the Hut, but your boss is a Klatuinian named Bossa Ram. So you, you you never see Pana. He he does his own thing. He doesn't want to talk to people at your level. He's he's got fancier people to talk to all the time. Bossa Ram grabbed you two earlier in the day um, for what seemed like kind of a coercion babysitting sort of thing. You all went to Pana's restaurant down in Dak Avenue and they're bringing in somebody that they want to do a job for them. Okay. Yeah, so you guys are watching the back hallway, looking tough, and two of your co-workers, Mitch, who is a Snivian, he's he's on the shorter side, he's kind of scrawny, his, his suit doesn't fit very well, and Glug, a Gamorian, who is real buff, and he does wear well-fitting suits. They are escorting a Keldor in from outside. Evening, boys. He cracks a couple jokes as, as he passes you, and they escort him to the freezer. A few minutes go by, you can hear some muffled conversation. Guys, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what business you're in. I, I think maybe there's been a mistake. No mistake. You're Val? <clears throat> uh, yep, that, that would be me. I'm Val. Valian Doe, at your service. We need your expertise, and we're not going to take no. Basically, the the gist of what you can overhear: this guy is going to do a bit of a heist tonight. There's a small arms dealer who likes to do his business at a at a concert hall straight across the street, and he's got something that Pana wants. You hear some raised voices, but things quiet down, and then you see Mitch, the Snivian, taking this guy out towards the bathrooms. So Mitch, is that a family name? Yeah, all my brothers are named Mitch. Very creative parents. And your boss, Boss Aram, the Klatuinian, comes out and stands with you two guys. This guy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what Pana sees in him. I don't I don't think he's gonna do a very good job. I mean, maybe you should give him a second chance. You know, he he hasn't uh <clears throat> it, it's always good to let people Make a, se- a second first impression, you know? Uh, Who's the guy anyway? He's a thief. A couple of the other guys kidnapped his family the other day. We got him up at the casino. He's he's supposed to be really good, but, you know, I don't know. Where Where's his family being kept? They're at the, they're at the casino. Uh, in, the, in the back rooms. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's not... Yeah, don't get on this here. family thing again, Stas. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I care. Yeah, I'm sorry to care. See, that, 
that's the problem. You you care too much. This is what I've been telling him forever, boss. I've been saying, you know, it's it's always anytime somebody comes by to get, you know, whatever to meet the boss, to meet you, whatever. He just pulls out all the hollows of, oh, here's my kids' dance recital, and I mean, you. Nobody wants to see. You that. don't understand. It's it's. When when you've got the little ones around, you just need you just need to share it, you know. In fact, did you see the 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 art that little Mirna oh, did Lord. in a pre-basic school? <laughs> um, I mean, look look at this. That's a bantha. Isn't uh, that good? It looks like a sausage in a jumpsuit. I don't know, I, dude. Uh, I, I I mean. Actually, it looks kind of like Mitch after he shows up after a long night out. <laughs> That's a spicy uh, Everybody hates Mitch. <laughs> well, uh, so so this thief, this this expert that you brought in, isn't isn't doing the the trick. Uh, what what do you think, boss? If maybe we got a shot at it? I mean, he is an expert at it yeah, so but he's gonna he's gonna do it well but we're just stuck here guarding the back door i mean we've never really gotten a chance to shine how do you know we're not experts <laughs> uh i mean i don't know you you you're too big to be a thief trask come on i mean we Trask, we, we, we know the back door really well. This is our specialty. I don't think we need to step on any toes. Let let the thief thief and let the back door folks back door is what I like to say. Yeah, you, yeah. listen, you two are good at guarding back doors. You're going to guard this back door. Then when we're done with this guy, you're going to go up to the casino and you're going to guard that back door. That sounds like a great plan, you know? In fact, uh, Basaram, could could I get off a little early tonight? Is it possible? You know. It's a thing with your kids, isn't it? No, I'm not, I mean, don't. He just kind of stares at you, stony-faced. It's, you say, when you say it like that, it sounds bad, but... I mean, this time it happens to be that, yes, but it's not like every time. I, I'll ask you again near the end of the shift. <laughs> um, as the three of you finish up that portion of the conversation, Mitch comes running around the corner. Uh, boss, the guy, he escaped. And Boss Aram gives Mitch... Uh, if a look could kill someone, this would be that look. And he grabs him by the collar and lifts him up. Basaram's a big man. And he tosses him down the hallway and yells, How did you let him escape? You had one job, Mitch. One job. To babysit that guy. And you see Mitch down the hall. He sort of turns towards you and uh, you see he's got some blood on his face. He he got hurt when he got Ooh. thrown. And Basaram yells at him. You and Glug, find him. If you don't find him, I will personally take you to the Spice Mines of Kessel. All right, that is your one job. You find him tonight, you too. Yeah, yes, yep. You're doing the job. You want to do it, you're doing Ooh. it. Wait, wait, really? Point of interest, I did not yes. want to. 
you know what? It's fine. It's Tra- Trask just slams a big claw hand over his face and goes, we'll do it. I don't care. You're gonna do it. Yeah, okay. He's got a case in this freezer. You go look in it. There's some stuff that maybe will be useful. And listen. And he like points his his two fingers at both of you. You're not killing anyone tonight. Especially what? you, Trask. You can't kill What do you guy. mean? Why are you why are you looking at me specifically? It, okay, the thing last week was a it was a mistake more than anything else. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That guy owed us a lot of money. Yeah, okay. I'll keep the whip in its holster. And Bastaram goes up to Mitch, picks him up from the ground, and starts pushing him towards the front of the restaurant, leaving you two in this back hallway. Well that escalated quickly. Um so we're going to go into the freezer now, right? This is, this is our chance. So in the freezer, there's, a, there's like a suitcase that is open on the floor. I mean, I feel like once we go in the freezer, there's no coming out of the freezer. The, you, you catch the metaphor. So the freezer, what you're saying is destiny. And this is sort of like... A, like a force that's pushing us forward to seize that destiny? Oh, that's much better than what I was thinking. Let's just go in. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we go into the freezer and and suit, the suitcase is like laying open on the floor. Yep. In it, it uh, like on top of everything, there's a little data pad, uh, which is on. And you can see on it, a on the screen, there's like a video feed of a family of tiny blue people in a dark room. Oh, look, I'm going to pick it up and start trying to <laughs> scroll through it, but I have no idea what I'm doing. There, it, yeah, it's just the video, uh, live video of, of four, um, four small people. Oh, look at these little people. Are they children? Three of them are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Prask I, I, under, under that. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I just poke my head over his shoulder and look at it. And I, I don't think those are video or I don't think those are just images. I think that's a that's a hollow vid. That's a live feed. Oh, can I play it? I'm I'm going to start tapping at the screen, trying to scroll with like three fingers. Uh, I flip my dark side point because tapping it, it goes away. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I'm going to try to start unlocking the phone <laughs> and just so are we are we rolling a computer for sure <laughs> what's your goal here? Well, my goal is to get get it back get the pictures back without like locking the screen um let's make it you're obviously not very good at computers no. so I'm going to give you a setback okay. Uh, but it'll just be average difficulty, so two purples. Defying all luck. <laughs> that is a success with one advantage. Great. Uh, so you're able to bring the video feedback. What would you like your advantage to be? Um, can this? Can we like get the image back or the the video back, and then? I immediately get excited and scroll like into the texts accidentally. So I'm reading as that text okay. exchange. Sure. I don't know if so, at all. <laughs> let's see. It would be a, a text exchange between Basaram and uh, 
probably his superior. Yeah, yeah it, from the video, these people look like they're basically in a cell. Okay. Do they look happy to be in the cell? No, <laughs> they look scared. <laughs> Got it. Okay, yeah. So you see text exchanges about this uh, robbery that you're supposed to pull Got off. Okay. Anything pertinent, like what we're trying to get? Yes, you are trying to get a very rare and valuable egg. Mm. The person who is in possession of the egg is named Kish Tukadi, and Kish Tukadi is a Chadra fan. Oh, yeah. He's a small arms dealer. Yeah, he's small. <laughs> he travels with a set of droids who do all of the stuff like bringing him food and beverages at concerts. He travels with at least one bodyguard who is a Wookiee. That's not going to go well. (laughs) He probably has other people with him as well. He's a big fan of music. He pretty much owns the box seats at the Essen Theater, which is right across the street from the restaurant that you're in right now. Awesome. And the concert starts in 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Boy. Uh, Do we know what's playing? The opening act is the Hanji Rhythm Experience, mm-hmm. and the main act is Chandraza and the Core Drivers. They're not really my taste in music, but uh, they're, they're good. They're, like, their last single was pretty okay. Don't go breaking my hearts. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so what? Uh, while he's darking around with the data pad, what else is in the suitcase? Jurassic uh, um, down and starts yeah. rummaging through that. So it looks like it's been lightly rummaged through. Okay. There is a disguise kit with, it looks like that has been gone. Somebody has gone through that a little bit, um, but there are definitely some disguises in there. There is a grappling hook and yeah, that's all that's in there currently. looks like some other things were grabbed. Okay. Oh, I should note also in the text exchange, Mm -hmm. there was a meeting set up with Kitch Ducati they falsified the meaty meter, the person who was meeting with them, as a it's, it's scheduled to be a separatist militia is supposed to be buying weapons from him. Mm. Got it. Interesting. And is there a time for that meeting? There's not a time for that meeting, um, just that it happens during this show. Got it. Uh, if somebody wants to do a core worlds or underworld check, Ooh. we could find some more out about Kishtukati. I can do an underworld check. It's better than my nothing in all of that. (laughs) We'll just do another average check. Okay. There, okay. Oh, lovely. Uh, So uh, You get a triumph? No, uh, but it's two successes and three threats. Okay. Three threats, huh? Well, with two successes, you know about Kishtek, the company that Kishikati owns they are small arms and they are literally okay, small arms. Nice question. they are made for tiny hands beautiful oh <laughs> is that's totally their tagline by the way is small arms for small arms yeah yep you know that it, it is not very secret at most of the concerts that he goes to like he does like music but most of them are pretty much deals Oh, okay. Like he's making deals with people for weapons and he doesn't care who he sells to. Okay. He has no real like uh, political sort of alliance or allegiance. That's why he's cool with selling to separatist folks or whatever. Yep. He'll sell to anyone, anyone with money. What other info do you guys need? 
I'm feeling pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I guess I would only just ask, like, uh, is he is he actually a fan of the music or is he does he just go to these concerts as like his his MO, his cover? Is that something I'd be able to know about him? Yeah, I feel like you could know that that. Yeah, he does like the music. OK, and just more of a background question. Have we? Yes, I guess we can decide this, too. Have we ever done anything like this for Pana or Basaram before? Or is this like way out of our league? <laughs> I think it's probably way out of your league. Got it. <laughs> okay. We've been the backdoor guys. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're this might be yeah. your uh, your big break mm. into the higher ranks. Mm-hmm. And it's at the Essen Theater, too. This is where I've wanted to be forever. The thing I like to say about big breaks is it means something gets broken. And I don't like when things get broken. But, you know, I'm going to put out my comments in the text. Honey, I might be a little latte. No, so, like... Late to knit to tonight. Sorry, heart, heart, shoe, send question mark. Got while, while you're doing that, uh, Trask is he's pulled out of a, like out of his satchel bag. He's got like a couple different like headshots, and you know, one is a dramatic one. You know, sort of black and white colored mm-hmm. one is his comedic one his head's thrown back and laughing you know he's he's just going through each of these trying to figure out like okay when i meet the the you know kish ducati i wonder if since he's got ins here maybe he could get me a role on the stage like uh, like a dream which one trask is what i say reach for the, the stars yeah. exactly yeah, is that that's yeah. better again than what I was going to say. Let's go. <laughs> we, we, we. Okay. Uh, one last thing of note: uh, as people who work for Pana the Hut, Pana the Hut likes his people to look nice. So you guys would be in in decent suits that he would have provided. Got it. Oh, totally. Yeah. Are these like suits yeah. that have been recycled from past employees or? Probably recycled and then um, tailored to fit. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So we are in sort of like suit tuxes. Cool. Yeah. You head out the front of the restaurant. It's a big seafood place. One entire wall is a fish tank. And onto Dak Avenue, one of the main streets in this area. You can see the theater straight across the across the street. I feel like uh, Trask is kind of strutting too, because this is, we don't get to leave via the front of the restaurant that often. You know, like this is this is big time. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird, and like we're what twenty minutes out now from the opening of the show, so we probably got fancy looking people mm-hmm. walking by. Yeah. Yep, and so it's one of those big streets that's basically sort of like a canyon. Okay. Um, and there's a bridge across it. Okay. What do you think about uh, you know just just for the heck of it, we just, you know, we hail a hover taxi and, you know, go across so we can really do this thing in style. Come on. How how cool of an entrance would that look? I mean, that would be pretty sweet. It's right there. Do you want it? That's going to be just what, right across 20, 30 credits. That's, oh, live a little stasis. Come on. 
Don't make me do the voice. I'll do the voice. Yeah, I'll don't. do the Trandoshan voice. Don't come on, Stasis. Okay. Oh, all oh, right. I, I'll see. I worked to get rid of that <laughs> accent just so it could make you more comfortable. I, I know. I we're, know. We're gonna we're gonna get across here. It'll be so fun. Think of the story you can tell, little uh, Beverly. <laughs> Beverly Wren. Think of the story. You'll be like, oh, my dad, he got to go to the Essen Theater. He was up in the box seats. You, you know, I, I, she would like to hear about that. I think she's told me about Han, Hanjo and the Beat Boys. Is that, I think that's what, what it was. She's told me about this band before. The, the Hanji Rhythm Experience. That, that, that one. That one. Okay. That one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. As you two are talking, uh, as as soon as Stasis agrees, Trask flags down a cab. Yep. And uh, a blue blue convertible pulls up with a Bothan driving. Where can I take you to? Um, we are going to. I mean, we should at least go around the block, right? If we're going. Yeah, that's that seems good. That seems like a a good opportunity, to even uh, to case the joint, you know. Like, like professionals. Good, good idea. Um, you two are sitting in the back seat and this Bothan is staring at you while oh, you're talking. Sorry, sir. We please one ride around the block as slow as possible. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. With the destination, just uh, dropping you back off here. The Essen Theater, sir. And Trask is so proud to say that. Across the street. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> the speeder starts driving. <laughs> so can we like sort of get a layout of the the outside and the you know just to see any possible entrances if if we wanted to not sure. go right in the front door? Yeah. So this is an older theater. The front door is sort of on the on the front corner, and as you drive around, you see. Let's see. There's like a fire escape on the back uh it's pretty big and a uh, loading dock on the pretty much the opposite side from the front entrance the theater looks like it's a couple stories tall and uh has a, a dome roof that's pretty much it it's it's pretty much a block with a dome roof is there a marquee out front like there is lights? definitely okay. a marquee out front got it <laughs> Um, do we see anybody as we're sorry as we're pulling around? Do we see anybody on the loading dock area? There is a there's a Mon Calamari uh, smoking a death stick. Cool. Okay. And the speeder pulls back around front. Thank you, young man. That was lovely. Uh, you you pay the man and disembark from the speeder. Cool. So we're like standing under the marquee, kind of looking up. Mm-hmm. I think we both kind of look at each other and just sort of like, um, there weren't any tickets in that bag, were there? Oh, I didn't even there think were not. That. We we need tickets. Or we see a will call. There's a will call. Well, you you're probably better at the the talking than than I am. I, I, I yeah, I, I get kind of you know nervous with um, sure new people and pressure situations and the talking and of, the. Of course, let me let's. Okay, I'm gonna walk up to the will call window. Is there a line? Yeah, there's an authorian behind the the window. Hello, good evening. Um, I am here Hello. to pick up some tickets for this performance. Yes. 
What's your name? Think the name. It could have been under my. It could have been under anyone. My wife. My wife's name, for instance. I. I don't. You know. Can you just check? <laughs> What's your wife's name? Oh yes. Um, we're here to meet with uh, Kishtu Fade. And I overhear oh, that. Kishtu. Sorry. Are we on a massive delay? Uh, okay. No, that's this guy's slow. Oh, okay. Uh, I overhear that and I just like whisper into his ear really loudly. Kishukade! Kishukade! Sorry, yes. Kishukade. Probably several mm-hmm. K's and an apostrophe. He starts very slowly typing on his keyboard. There's somebody There's there's somebody at the will call right next to him. The line's going real mm-hmm. fast. You got the slow guy. <laughs> of course. Kish Tukadi already picked up his tickets. Oh. Could it be under another name? One moment, please. I'm gonna convene with Trask. Did we know the name that they put for the separatist militia? I'm gonna turn around quick, quick. There's nothing under militia or separatist, (laughs) is there? Not that I see. Forget, forget a bit. I turn back to Trask. Okay, that was my one idea. You let me know if I'm making this too stupid for you. <laughs> Trask, Trask is going to sort of, you know, uh, take a deep breath and and sort of puff his chest up and, and push past uh, Stasis and just go like, sorry, um, I just wanted to just uh, see if maybe... Um, did Bossa Ram reserve any tickets? Or... Boss Ram, let me type that in. He starts typing real slowly. Yep. Two tickets for Boss Ram. We are Boss Ram. I'm Boss, he's a Ram. It's a joke. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> and he hands you two tickets. Uh, thank you. Have, have a great night. Do we tip? Is that a thing? Uh, Trask grabs him by the by the collar and just pulls him along. Uh, so you head towards the entrance to the theater and you see that there are a couple bouncers out uh, patting people down. I would like stealth checks Jesus. from both of you. I'm just assuming I I'm have going my to... blaster rifle on me. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be a pretty difficult yeah. stealth check if you want to take your blast. Uh, is there away. one you of do those two light side points too? It's true. Is there? Can I flip a light side point for there to be one of those bins where you can like put like, oh no, I'm at the the airport and I've got like a knife that I forgot about. Is there one of those there? Yeah, like. To go through or a metal like, detector or for, for them like, to hold on to? Is there a code check before security? Let's say that. <laughs> I feel like this is Star Wars, so there's definitely a gun check. Okay, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll run over to that and attempt to check my large rifle. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, it's easy enough to check it. Um, you it. just you get a ticket for it. I'm definitely going to try to sneak my whip in. Okay. So I would like, let's see, what was that like? Oh, I also have oh, very Dura Knuckles. You could try and get those in if you want. For sure. Um, it's going to be a two purple check. Okay. I'm really good at this. 
Uh-oh. Uh, wash and two threats for me. Okay. Nooks. That is... Oh, hot dog. <laughs> that is a failure. <laughs> and three advantages. Great. So you get in line to get in the theater. You've got your tickets in hand and your ticket for your blaster rifle. And you get up to you get up to the the person checking people. There are it's two Tognaths. So Tognaths are those uh, bald-headed twin aliens with the tubes on their face in Rogue One. Yes, Does that yep. sound familiar. Yeah, and so they they're pretty much checking everybody, and they find your Dura knuckles and uh, ask if you'd like to check them, and they find your neuronic <laughs> neuronic neurotic. <laughs> they find your whip and uh, ask if you'd like to check it. <laughs> they also find your claws, but they can't do much about that. Oh, those are attached. Those I those I have to keep. Sorry, I, I'm very sorry. I this thing fits like a glove. We can, we can check the rest of your stuff. Oh. My knuckles, which were in my pocket, uh, I just forget they're on sometimes. I'll go check my knuckles. Yeah, please do. Do you want me to? I'm just, just going to stand in line and smile at them and and hope that they just. They, no, no, no. I'll, I'll keep the whip on me. Thank you. You have you have a talent. Oh, do I? Oh, you're right. I could, uh, well, to coerce, or... I'm, I've never actually used a fear check in a game, so I'm, so I'm... The difficulty is set by how fearsome you are, so it's just a one difficulty okay. check, but luckily for you, that is a green against a purple, so there's a good chance that they'll be scared of okay. you. Do you have any boosts or uh, setbacks? Um, if you have a, a reason for me to roll a black for them as well, that would that might be helpful. Uh, yeah. So Trask sort of, you know, when they when they check him to, you know, see his his whip and and they, you know grab his hands too and like pull on his claws. Can I can I say that like Trandoshan claws are similar to cat claws where maybe they're out all the time but they can sort of flick out further? I'm gonna do that and say. <laughs> Um, sure. No, I would like to keep the whip on me. Thank you. Okay, okay I, I'm giving you. Uh, they'll get a setback for the claws and a setback for the voice. I like this good. All right, so they failed their fear check with a threat. Uh, so, okay. uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, keep it, keep it, keep it. Thank you. I appreciate it. And they they rush you in. So you walk into the theater. It is sort of an old style. The ceilings are tall. There's a big chandelier. There's some mosaics on the walls and the ceiling. And there are a lot of people, and they're all dressed fairly nicely. Um, actually, that's a lie. There is a wide variety of dress. Um, some of them that are heading upstairs are dressed really nicely. Some of them that are headed downstairs are uh, T-shirts and stuff. Is there anybody that we might recognize, like... You know, local or galactic celebrities, like any senators or other pop stars. Yeah, so you see a couple senators that you recognize. Um, want to, you want to tell me about one of them? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's definitely a senator from uh, uh, Mustafar, um, huh? and uh, that that would be Senator. Well, we call him Moose. You know that he. <laughs> He comes to, uh, to the bars that Pana owns pretty frequently, and yeah. so this whole thing is you can have a beer with him. Right, have a beer with Moose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He likes to at least pretend that 
the common people can influence his decisions. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we definitely believe yeah. him. Yeah, everyone does. <laughs> yeah. You also spot the uh, sort of a minor celebrity. He was on a few seasons of Heights and Depths quite a while ago. It's a it's a Wookiee named uh, Dirk Burton. It's a stage name. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that, that's the soap opera that you know. They they say you. I, I'm I'm gonna turn to sass as I, I point out Dirk Burton. I'm like, what? yeah, yeah, he's on heights and depths. It's it's a soap opera. It, it, they say that sort of once you get on heights and depths, it's usually because your you know silver screen hollow vid career is starting to fade. But Dirk is a legend. He's a legend. I bet he's got some good some good contact to get me into well into Essen here or other places. Is that a video game? I'm sorry, you 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 lost me. I'll, I'll pull up a holovid later. I'll show you. Okay, great, <laughs> great. So the place that you're supposed to meet Kish is upstairs in the private boxes. So we're like sort of walking up the. Is this sort of like a spiral staircase deal? Yeah, there's one on either side. Yeah. Got it. Nice. Yeah, and, and so we're like sort of elbow to elbow with some of these other suit wearing, you know, tux wearing people. Mm-hmm. As as we're walking up, I want to turning trash and say, just are we trying to steal the egg? I think I think yeah, because we need to steal the egg, right? Because the guy who was going to do it was a thief, so right? We're and thieves steal. Okay. We, we are thieving. I just and, want... and boss said specifically no killing. So, yes, thieving, a.k.a. stealing. Yes. No killing. A.k.a. ussing. Uh, yes. So, do you, do you want to be the good cop, the bad cop, oh. the steal cop? I, this I think is... I, can, I can play good clone, you can play bad clone. <laughs> Got it, yes. I'm, I'm pretty good at, at, you know, smoothing over the situation, I think. Very good, and I He just like... smiles a really reptilian, toothy <laughs> grin. <laughs> and I, I need, I can... You're intimidating! I, I, I like to, th- I mean, I don't like to think I'm mean, but I can be stern when it is necessary. Okay, pr- practice on me, practice on me. Okay. Give me your best, uh, you know, d- um, here, Stasis. Yep. I'm sorry, Dad. I, uh, I I broke the vase in the living room. That was your grandmother's. Give me the egg now. That was good. I. Did you feel it? I did. I think. I think we're going to do very good. And I think we're probably at close to the front of the line at this point. <laughs> Yeah, you are. Well, you're in, and you're upstairs oh, now. Sure. We're, we're already in the seats. So there's a there's a hallway um, that all the private boxes are off of, and uh, looking down the hallway, a few of the boxes look like they've got people on guard duty. Um, you spot a Wookie, and you spot uh, two guards in the blue senatorial robes. For the same box? They're all guarding the same box? No, they're two different boxes. Okay. That's helpful, at least. Do we know, if is our box either of those two, or... It's the one with the Wookiee. Got it. Great. Great. This is going to go well. 
Um, I can feel that this is going to go well, Stasis. I'm going to try to get a program if one is available yep. from an usher. Uh-huh. You flag down an usher and get a program. Okay. Is the usher one of those big bacon head guys? Bacon head? I, I, I don't know the technical <laughs> term. <laughs> you want to... The guys in the cantina who's in the band. Oh, a, who's... a bit? Oh, yeah, with the big, one of those. <laughs> the big like egg-shaped head with the big dark eyes? <laughs> I'm Googling bacon head <laughs> Star Wars alien. <laughs> Do you mean like, like the? No, not one of those guys. Here we go. It came up. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> We're getting something here. It is. This, this is, is an Ithorian. Ithorian. Oh, an Ithorian. Like the yeah. yeah. Okay, it is. Oh, it's good. The, Excellent. It's the same Ithorian who checked you in earlier. Oh. Yes, please. Um, uh, what do you, you like think about the act tonight? Is it? Are, do you like them? They're a little fast and loud for me. Okay. Is it? Uh, what? What? What's the genre? Would you? Would you say? Okay. Well, does it say in the program? That's a little out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> I'm more cute. It does. I mean, I'm. Is it yeah. classical? <laughs> classical. It's like a rock jazz fusion-ish kind of thing. Rock jazz. There will be pyrotechnics. I'm more here for the theater and the arts. Oh, me too. I just love the big musicals, the singing and dancing. I... So do I. Hmm? I'm going to try out this year. Do they have a community show? They do. Oh, Trask, Trask, you should talk to... While, while this has been happening, Trask is like slipping. He, he's looked around and kind of figured out that each of these boxes has somebody important, powerful, or rich in that. Yes. And so he's like slipping a headshot under each other. <laughs> Trask, uh, there's an audition for a play. You should talk. Sorry, what was your name? Uh, My name is... Take your time. Take. That's all right. It's really okay. My, I I totally understand. My name is Mork Tom. Mork Tom. Mork Tom. Mork Tom. Mork Tom here was he's telling me about an audition for a show. You should you should do it. You see, I really yeah. think I stand a good chance because I've got two mouths and can sing harmonies with myself. That's an excellent attitude. I think how do you feel about dancing? Is are you? Would you call yourself a, a what's the word? Trask? A triple threat? <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. He's just flipping one last one under the door, just like all the way down the hall. Yep, totally. Anyway, it's been lovely speaking with you, Mork Tom. I, I'll drop by and we can chat some more sometime. Thank you. It's been very helpful. You're very welcome. Do you need help finding your seats? Um, yes. I, I, I look around and, and realize I don't actually know how to read my ticket, which I assume is like a large crystal because this is Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, um, it's like uh, a rectangle, three-dimensional thing with little lights in it. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, you see, these lights say that you're right there. And he points towards the Wookiee. Oh, 
and the Wookiee gives you a side eye. Fantastic. Thank you. You have a lovely evening, Mork Tom. Sh- should I and tip? You I turn Mark. back the dress. Do you tip? <laughs> I'm going to give him half a credit. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, you are welcome. Keep up the excellent customer service. And he walks away, leaving you alone in the hall with the Wookiee and the two Senate guards. Yeah, and, and Trask has come back to to the same spot. He goes, yeah, we're, we're in here. Oh, good. Hello, hello. I'd say to the two Senate guards and then the Wookiee. Hello. I don't, I don't know why I said that. And- Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thanks to Joe and Peter for playing on this episode. Be sure to check out their brand new Star Wars RPG podcast, The Fools Who Follow. I'm very excited for it, and it's coming out later this month. Stay tuned after the credits for a preview of their new show. Our music is by Mark Eberhardt and Nick Scourin. You can find Nick's music at pro-am.bandcamp.com. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter, and you can email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Love the show and want to show your support? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or visit our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash Coruscant Nights. Now don't forget that we've got a giveaway going on right now. All you have to do to enter is leave us a rating and a review and send it to us. We're giving away one set of Women of the Galaxy postcards and a set of three books that capture that Coruscant Knight spirit. Tales of the Bounty Hunters, Tales from Jabba's Palace, and Tales from the Moss Eisley Cantina. Patreon patrons are automatically entered, and we're happy to ship overseas. We'll notify our two winners on August 12th. An empire begins to crumble. A republic rises anew. Told in reverent tones are a rebellion's hero stories. And these... These are not those stories. Welcome to The Fools Who Follow, a new Star Wars Edge of the Empire actual play podcast set in the years after Return of the Jedi, featuring Minneapolis-based actors and improvisers as a motley crew of misfits, the like of which the galaxy has never seen. The Fools Who Follow launches July 2019 and will be available wherever you get podcasts. Updates on Twitter at Fools Follow Pod. Each generation has its legends, and its fools.